Remember to head on over to supportsaltlake.com and support all of these amazing businesses. These are all of the businesses that support I Am Salt Lake. So when you support them, you're supporting us. Today on episode 419 of I Am Salt Lake podcast, we're having a discussion all about float tanks. You know those deprivation pods that are getting all of the attraction right now? Well, at least I think they are. So anyway, on this episode, we sit down with David Moore, who works at Float 19, and we got to dive deep into the world of float tanks. Chrissy and I, we got to share our stories, our experiences. We've done them a few times now, so we share them in this conversation. We're going to get into that. Uh, Really quickly, though, I mentioned, I just want to clear this up, and I think Chrissy mentions too, in this conversation, I think I mentioned that I only did float tanks twice, and actually I've done it three times. Well, yes, as of now, three times. But uh, anyway, let's quickly introduce ourselves. My name is Chris Hollifield, and you can follow me on my personal Instagram at Chris Hollifield. And my name's Chrissy Hollifield, and you can follow me on my personal Instagram at Lady Salt Lake. Thanks for joining us. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, you may be asking yourself what it's all about. Well, this podcast is about showcasing awesome people in Salt Lake City, Utah. We talk to business owners, comedians, authors, tattoo artists, restaurant owners, breweries, distilleries, food truck owners, really anyone that might have a cool story to share. Are you thinking of moving to Salt Lake City? Are you looking to finally get out of the rent game and finally buy a house of your own? Well, you need to contact our friend Monique at Market Source Real Estate. She actually helped us find the home that we're recording this podcast in right now. And for almost 20 years, Market Source Real Estate has been specializing in helping people buy and sell homes in Sugar House and the greater Salt Lake area. Market Source Real Estate has a background of flipping houses, and they've owned almost 20 homes themselves, so they really know all the ins and outs of older homes if older homes are your thing. And that's why I decided to go with them too, because I love older homes. If you're looking to sell your home, Market Source Real Estate specializes in helping sellers update or repair their homes to increase their value and make sellers more money. All right. So if you're looking to move to Salt Lake City or if you're just looking to move across town or sell your home, whatever it is, contact Monique at Market Source Real Estate. Really easy to do. They have a really cool website too. thinksaltlakecity.com or give her a call 801-810-6773. And as always, many thanks to Market Source Real Estate for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Let's get into that conversation that we had with David Moore when he came over to our podcast studio. And we got to talk about float tanks. This one's awesome, you guys. Enjoy. Float tanks, that's that's why we brought you here. That's I want to I want to float tanks is such a fascinating thing to me because I never heard of it. Until I listen to Joe Rogan. Do you hear this all the time? I, surprisingly, I don't hear that often. Whenever I do, it's it's awesome because I can relate with that person uh-huh. even more. But most people hear about it on various like Groupon or Facebook, Instagram. A, a friend told them about it and they just want to relax. A lot of people come there for dates and stuff. So. How do people know what it, I've never, yeah. like, how do, how do you what know what it is? What encourages a person to try it without really understanding what it is or like know much about it. I think it's that obscurity of like, what is that? Like, why are these people lying in this warm water yeah. and why are they so relaxed? Like, I want to be that relaxed. You become that relaxed. At least I do. 
Did you guys? Oh man! Well, yeah, let's. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about uh, our experience. So you're you work at Float Nineteen. Float Spa Nineteen. Float yeah. Spa Nineteen. What's the address of, of Float Spa Nineteen? Uh, Twelve Twelve South State Street. I put you on the spot. You're like you're like <laughs> I don't know my address. And no. that, that was our first float tank experience. So like, that that's where we met David. Uh-huh. And we started chatting and I was like, why don't you come on I Am Salt Lake and let's talk about this and give people kind of a little bit of a, because a lot of people aren't familiar with float tanks. I wasn't familiar. I was nervous. Yeah, we were kind of scared to death. I know when I called you on the phone, I was like, can you tell me exactly what I should prepare for? Like, I had so many questions, you know, I just, it's it, it, because it's weird. You don't really know what to expect. Yeah, I get that call five times a day. And how long have you been working there? Uh, a little over six months. Okay. So you're pretty new there. Yeah. Yeah. I've worked at another float center back in Oregon for a quick minute as well. And what got you into all that, man? What got you into float tanks? Um, I guess I probably started, my mom took me to meditate when I was like 12 or something. Oh really? So you've been going for a minute? Yeah. Being inward is kind of like something my generation tends to do. <laughs> like we're super inward. We're like, let's just... Fix ourselves or find something. ways to like meditate and find yourself yeah. through different methods. Yeah, it's an interesting yeah. thing. And growing up, I thought that had a lot of answers in it, and it does to a certain extent. It does. What's the history of float tanks? Do we know what the history of them? Like, how long they've even been around, or is that too deep of a question? Probably no. No. Do you know? Great, do you know question. much of the history of them? Yeah, uh, Doctor James Lilly back in nineteen forties, late forties, built designed them. He's like a neuro. Uh, psychiatrist and was helping with World War II uh, vets coming back and uh, wanted to help them out with uh, their PTSD. So the, the first ones were vertical where you stood up and floated, which took a way more salt, I think. Probably <laughs> to get you off your feet. <laughs> yeah. And like, wow. I think there was like suits involved and like oxygen. And then, um, then they slowly evolved them into like the horizontal where you're lying down and just floating, uh, taking out the noise, taking out the light and, uh, and then you're kind of melting with the warm water around you. I'm just kind of trying to figure out here because people listening might not be at all familiar with what a float tank is. And I'll, I'll put a picture. I'll put some pictures at IamSaltLake.com with this episode as well. If, if that's okay with you, totally. maybe take a few from the website. I'm sure there's some on the website, yeah, float, float 19, float spot 19. Describe how it is. So, so you you guys have a few different types of tanks at Float Spa Nineteen, right? Yeah, we have the pods, and then we have the bigger float suites where you can go together in it. Which is the one Chrissy and I did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Explain the difference of that, like for people, or is that yeah, is that I a mean, fair question? So like, yeah, exactly. I mean, what's the difference between a, a float tank and a float? What's it called? Uh, float suite float is what we suite. call it. It's like a float cabin. You can actually yeah. stand up in it. That's yeah. one major difference. It's like walking into a huge refrigerator that's not cold. Yeah. And might be a little humid and like salty in the air, which is kind of nice for uh, the respiratory system. We live in a pretty smoggy city, so it kind of cleanses you out. Um, the difference with them, the pods are much smaller and uh, enclosed. A lot of customers like that because you actually feel like you're getting back to the womb, they say. like, And I could see that. It's just a small space, warm. And uh, and then the suites are bigger. You can stand up in them. And then they have the, they actually have stars. You guys saw those on the top. Pretty creative. Which is kind of fun. We ended up like turning off the stars halfway through wow. to try to do more sensory deprivation. But it's nice for people who might have claustrophobia or something to be in a little bit more open environment and have some starlight looking things. And, Which you know, we'll get into that. We, yeah. got, we got some questions here from, from listeners 
Um, actually, you know what? Let's let's jump Should right jump into, into the, questions. Let's jump into the questions here, sure, because I think they might kind of help answer some of these questions of of about float tanks. I don't want to be too salesman like though. Like, no, you're being informational. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're not we're not an ad. We're not an ad. Yeah. We're not. I mean, obviously, you're not paying us to come on here. Yeah. We're, just, we're just here to talk about float tanks, and then obviously, totally. you can you know plug float nineteen. Or, right, or, that's something know, that we've spot. discovered recently. I know my sister talked to me about them a couple of years ago. Before I even knew they were a thing. And I thought she was insane. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you're a crazy person. Yeah. No one's going to get into a tiny little box with a bunch of water. <laughs> you're insane. <laughs> no, so this it is, is really it's such cool. an it's, abstract idea. It is. It and, is. And the listeners should probably know, like, I don't own the place at all. No. I don't. No, you don't. You don't own it. But we figured since you work there yeah. and you're experiencing it, you see people come in there. You, you're, 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 you're familiar with the, with the stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely passionate about it. It's nice to see people come in there and like feel like they're helping with whether it's their mental health or like joint pain. Like people come in and usually come out with a pretty big smile on their face. So it's yeah. kind of rewarding. Let's jump into the questions here. So, well, the first question, let's let's ask this one. You were kind of mentioning some of that stuff there. Beth uh, says, what are what are the benefits of a session? So. I mean, you were mentioning joint joint pain, and uh, I mean, I know it's helped with my anxiety, uh, stress. I've done it twice now. Once at your guys' okay. place, and then we I tried it at another place, which I won't mention who. Okay. Uh, just well, I mean, I guess I don't even remember. Just out of respect. I, well, just, <laughs> well, I can't, then, I can't remember the name. It was in Salt Lake. I we're kind of we're kind of trying different places, no. just seeing what flow spas are like. It, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, cool. it was actually a Groupon deal. Nice. <laughs> okay. We got we got some Groupon deals. Um, so we. Where was I go? Oh, what, the, oh, yeah. the what, benefits, the benefits, the benefits of the mm-hmm. session. What, what do you think some of the main benefits are, David? Um, the magnesium is pretty, pretty crucial for like just general cell health. Um, like people come in with arthritis and arthritis, I think I'm not a doctor, but I've researched it a bit and it, it's typically caused by like over calcification of like stored in your skin. And not in your bones, like we store it because naturally like calcium used to be a big mineral that we didn't get a lot, but now we have milk like every day, <laughs> most some of us. And so you have like an excess of calcium and magnesium aids with calcium absorption within the bones. So it just like, if you're going to absorb ca- uh, magnesium, it just kind of transports the calcium out of your skin, out of your joints and into your bones. So you're going to feel like nice and lubed up for, yeah, for lack of a better word and just pretty pretty uh, loose. It's kind of nice. Um, yeah. and, and it just helps you relax though. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. like, a, it's like a form of meditation really. Uh, so you probably get the benefits of, of meditation probably from it too. Totally. Yeah. That's just one of the reasons like the, uh, the magnesium is great. It's been used since like, uh, the 1600s when farmers, their cows went into Epsom United Kingdom and they jumped in this like pool of Epsom salt. And then they, the farmer naturally like realized it was helping with their scars and their, uh, their just, uh, their healing process was much quicker. Um, but then also, yeah, the meditation is great. You're sitting in there for an hour. Like how often do you get to do that with nothing at all? With no kids knocking on the door and sticking their fingers under the bathroom door. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's what I like about it. It's really helped with our anxiety, but I like to go because I have, I work at a computer and I have terrible posture and I have, um, carpal tunnel. And so when I get to float, it helps ease a lot of my physical pain. Okay. And, and I think it's definitely the magnesium. I mean, I, I was, um, actually researching, like you said, we have so much more calcium than we think we do in our diets and it doesn't absorb correctly into our body without the magnesium. And I don't think a lot of people are aware of that. Mm-mm. I just learned that recently. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
our, our nutritional science says like drink this much or eat this much calcium a day, but uh, I think your absorption like goes down and you just store it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It gets stuck. Yeah, it gets stuck. <laughs> There's another question here from Beth, or was there anything more you wanted to say on that question, the benefits of the session? Magnesium absorption is going to help you relax, and then just general meditation, how often you get to turn it yourself wow. off. Sir Isaac Newton had this amazing quote that truth is the byproduct of silence, and I thought that was pretty cool. I like that. Her other question here is, are they sterilized between each guest, and how are they cleaned? <laughs> The, 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 the big, big question, because you don't put chlorine or anything in there, right? Like, no, there's we, no chlorine. Yeah, uh, we sanitize them like pretty heavily, but uh, not with any like harmful chemicals. Uh, there's other ways to do that with like UV light. There's also um, ozone, which is just oxygen. And then we have two massive like micro filters that they use for like reverse osmosis, like really clean, clean them up. So it goes through four filters. And it does about uh, four or five cycles, like each time somebody gets out of it. And it's like the filters right behind the pod. You can see it. And uh, it's like the size for industrial, like industrial size swimming pool. Have you ever done a pod? I mean, this is this is another sidetrack. We'll get back to the questions here. Have you ever done like one? I, I've heard them like people will even get them in their apartments and stuff. Have you ever done like those type of ones and, and seen much of a difference in like like a home one like that versus a commercial one like you guys have? I haven't done one of those. I've seen them. There's a company in, in Salt Lake that makes them. Uh, yeah, Zen Floating. Uh, and oh, shout, so they make them. Shout here? out, really? <laughs> Zen Floating. Yeah, I think Sean over there makes them, and uh, they're smaller. They're tent-like, and you'd have to maintain them. I've thought about what would it be like, and you have to maintain it. You have to put salt in there, and and because um, I'd I love to get one, man. I'd love yeah. to get one and put so I could do it every day. Okay. That's what, that's what I, I want to start doing it more often, at least once a week to try it out, to see what it could really do for me. Cool. Yeah. And so I was wondering how those, if those. How uh, much maintenance versus yeah. going somewhere, cost, whatever. As long as you could hit the main temperature, the main salinity, and then the quietness. Like that's, yeah. I think that's the main thing. And interesting. That just will take, I mean, it will take less salt because it's a smaller area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might be hard to navigate on your own though, huh? Uh, I'm sure there's some resources, but yeah, it would be a project. Yeah, for sure. yeah. yeah. Uh, the next question's here from a listener, Annie. And uh, these are all from our I Am Salt Lake community, by the way, in which we urge everybody to uh, join. I don't think I mentioned that these were oh, in the yeah. community. I don't know. Join do it and you could ask questions yeah, too. Yeah, do a search in Facebook, I Am Salt Lake community. Uh, we usually mention guests uh, that we bring on the podcast. Anyway, Annie asks, ask him what some of the typical responses people have after going or getting out what are like what are things people say like i'm sure you hear one word responses i'm sure you hear people just uh, what gushing uh, yeah. to you afterwards sometimes i love it when they do like when they open up and like talk about like how awesome it was like uh most of the time it's just like oh i feel super relaxed like something something you would uh, like expect and then other times it's like whoa i saw these amazing colors or like i saw like there's these spirals and it's just like, what, <laughs> what did you do in there? <laughs> like, I guess I sometimes see colors like uh, not very brightly or anything, but it's like, kind of like when, when everything is so dark, your brain and eyes start to kind of create stuff, you know? Yeah. I think it's something ar- around there. Like you see some blue and I thought about it enough and I was like, maybe it's just like the electrical current in your head creating some blue light or something. And, and there's some machines that out there that if you put yourself in a dark room that can detect that light. Um, I'm just not sure if our eyes can detect that, but seems like so. 
I know when we got out, when we went, we just sat and talked to you for like a while afterwards. We're like, oh my gosh, I felt so relaxed. that was so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the beautiful thing about your guys' spot was you have that beautiful room that you can just kind of go hang out, get some tea in. Yeah. And uh, what was there, like coffee in there, cookies? Yeah, it was like a tea room with snacks and And there was like a wall to write your, like, what was that wall about? There was like a wall you can write like a message or something? Uh, yeah, the note wall. Uh, people just kind of reflect on what they're doing. doing, And uh, it's, it's super fun to read, too. Like, I go in there every day at work and there's something new on there. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun to giggle at, like, what happened. I really like that. You guys, you guys have that uh you have that going for you compared to the other place that i went to awesome it's a very serene experience uh, annie her other question is does anyone ever get out early and my response is well why I, would I, you why would you you're paying for it, right i mean you're paying but for it makes an hour sense. Right? i mean if it if it scares some people yeah yeah it's not normally like they're scared it it might be and not too many people get out early but the people that do it's typically like younger people or uh Usually kids with ADD or something. <laughs> like, can, can young kids get in? Can young kids like, what's the youngest that you've had in? Um, I think a, like a younger girl with 14 or so came in with her mom the other day. And that was pretty cool. Like, so like parents could bring their kids in and sign waivers. Yeah, totally. That's actually such a good idea. Teenagers need that. Like time out. Yeah. Everything <laughs> is so fast paced. All the technology. They're always looking at their phones. Like they're going a million miles a minute. Yeah. That's actually a really great idea. Yeah, it, it's a good baseline. Like, get yeah. yourself back to this point of like who you are without the phone, right? Which With is no friends, <laughs> like telling you who you are, no social media. And it's interesting when you're in there because, like, back to that quote of like Newton, like silence or truth is the byproduct of science. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but like I've kind of noticed that when you like listen to yourself in there, you're like you kind of know the truth already of like any question you ask, like on the waiver, it says, ask like, what's your intentions. And if you set a good intention, you're going to find the answer. Like you're going to listen to that little nagging voice in the back of your head. And it's going to give you the answer to what you need. Like, okay, here's what you have to do. Like now just do it. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have enough time to figure it out. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> yeah. you really yeah. do. You reflect a lot during the process. Yeah. I, I imagine it would be good for like people like Joe Rogan or something where you're writing every day. If you have a big schedule, like CEOs come in there and just sit in there and like de-stress sometimes. So I try to do it with school, like maybe once or twice a month. Okay. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Remember when you support our awesome sponsors, you are directly supporting this podcast. The Love Promise program is what makes Subaru and Mark Miller Subaru so special. The Love Promise means being more than just a car company. It's Mark Miller's vision to show love and respect to all people at every interaction with Subaru. Mark Miller Subaru is dedicated to making the world a better place. And Subaru of America actually selected Mark Miller Subaru as the country's 2018 Love Promise Retailer of the Year. This is really cool because this is the most distinguished award Subaru of America awards each year and is only given to one Subaru retailer throughout the entire country. Mark Miller Subaru was selected for this award because of Mark Miller Subaru's unique and strategic approach to supporting charitable causes right here in Utah. While Mark Miller Subaru has donated a sizable amount of money over the years, that's not all they do. Mark Miller Subaru develops deep and meaningful partnerships with charities to help make real change in our community. So whether you're buying a car at Mark Miller Subaru or you're just getting some service done, 
You're helping Mark Miller Subaru leave a mark on the lives of others in our local community right here in Salt Lake City. Mark Miller Subaru has two convenient locations for you to visit. Mark Miller Subaru Midtown is at 3535 South State Street in Salt Lake City. This is the one that Chris and I personally use for all of our Subaru needs. And Mark Miller Subaru Southtown is at 10920 State Street in Sandy, Utah. All right. I want you guys to go test drive a Subaru today because I think you're going to love it, especially if you have never driven a Subaru, because I couldn't imagine living here in Utah without our Subaru. Again, go visit them at their Midtown or Southtown locations. And many thanks again to Mark Miller Subaru for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. What's the ideal amount of time to go? I mean, I guess it just depends on people's budget, really. But is there like an ideal amount of time? It really depends on you and like what you're up to. Like I've gone in there one time during a break, I think it was summer break. And I, I wasn't, I didn't have a ton going on in my life. School had just gotten out. So I wasn't stressed and I was doing it a couple times a week. I was <laughs> like, okay, I might be too inward right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to go do some stuff and to get some stuff done. But it's a great check. Like if you're bored in there, like ask yourself why you're bored. And like the answer should pr- pop up pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. The next questions here, uh, there's a couple I'm going to kind of group together. Uh, let's see here. Chelsea and Anita ask, like, Anita asked, what are some tips for beginners? And Chelsea says, what are some pointers for first timers? So I don't know if you, we, we kind of touched a little bit in the beginning of our first time going. Right. Uh, do you have any first time tips that you want to recommend, David? Um, come in on the weekend and float when I'm working down there and uh, I'll, I'll set you up. But a good tip, definitely bring the little towel in with you. Um, it's always good to have a towel. Uh, Can I make a minute? I want to make a comment too here on something. Because when I came in to your guys' location, you recommend not to use e- earplugs. And I used them at the second place and it was so much better. Oh, it was. Earplugs. That's yeah. so good to hear. Because, to be- because I had water in my ears for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get it out, yeah. man. But it made it memorable. Yeah. Because we, we couldn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, I I don't know what the ear to to wash out the ears afterwards because of that. It goes in your, it goes in, it went in my, like I, I had water stuck. Yeah, man. I had water stuck in there and that was annoying for me at least. I don't know if everybody that would experience for everybody. My other tip would be to do it alone. I wouldn't do it with, I, I didn't really like the couples one compared to the solo one. He doesn't one. like spending time with well, me. No, 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 no. I kept, I kept touching her and I'm I think that kidding. defeats the purpose. Of yeah. It. Yeah. And it might I did, be a little distracting. We did. I did spend a lot of the time. I mean, for probably the first half of, of yeah. our couples one trying to stay still and not bump into you because when you're floating, your body's naturally kind of moving around. Yeah. And so I would like hit him and then I would try to make sure, like figure out. And, and so it was a little bit of well, uh, to be fair, I was trying there. to get a little frisky with you in there. Oh, you know? well, I was, I was, <laughs> screw that. I was like, get away. Get no, away. you know, and then I was like, wait a but, minute. We're supposed to be relaxing. Right. I'm not supposed to be trying and to hit if on you're that. The, if, you're, that. if you're if a couple like, like us who were constantly concerned about how the other one is feeling, uh, <laughs> that can make it challenging to do a couple's float. Because you're so worried about if the other person is okay. And if you tap them, you're like ruining their time. Interesting. That's good to know. You know. Yeah. Any any other other first time uh, recommendations? Um, Set yourself. Like plant your hands on the ground or grab something in the tank. So like you were saying, you're not moving around and bumping into each other and bumping into the walls. Like because the fluid dynamics of that thing, you're just going to be floating and bumping eventually into something. So plant your hands on the ground and you generally stay in one spot and be able to like fall into that lucid dream state pretty quickly. 
You know, the second time I did it, I did it by myself. And uh, I did fall into the lucid dream state and kind of like did the jump awake thing. Yeah. And then after that, I really found it comfortable to do a lot of stretching. Okay. Like as weird as that is, like get really loose and stretch all the muscles that I usually can't when I'm like sitting or, yeah. I don't know. It was very interesting to kind of try both like sitting still and then moving around. Hmm. It was fun to do both for me. That's one of the big parts of it is like just being able to stretch and not have any like pressure point. Like we're sitting in these chairs right now where people are probably sitting in their offices, but there's forces on your pelvis and like your brain's interpreting that. So it's taking up some, if your back, if your body's like a battery, it's taking up some sort of voltage. So the less stuff you have to like put into that, uh, the more you can like concentrate back on your mind and like generally healing. I mean, it is kind of a healing center, whether it's mental or physical. Cause it's kind of like you feel zero gravity ish Yeah, where you can really do anything with your body. The most it, you could feel, I think. Yeah, without going into space, obviously. All right, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Wizarding Days. We're super excited to have them as a sponsor again this year because it's really cool. This is their third year of sponsoring the podcast in their third year of Wizarding Days. So I am excited this year. And like I always say, remember, when you support our sponsors, you're directly supporting this podcast. This year, Wizarding Days will be happening on February 28th and 29th, and they will be hosted at the Utah State Fairgrounds. This year, they are excited to have some authors like Sal Voluto, who is a comic illustrator and has worked for DC and Marvel. They will also have a state of continual performers like magicians, puppeteers, trivia games, and more. And this year's theme of Wizarding Days is mythology, and they'll have some new sets and activities where kids can go hunt down gods and goddesses. Okay, do you know how cool that is? Because I'm just interjecting. Oh my gosh, I love (laughs) mythology so much. I've loved it my whole life and I'm so excited. But they're also having a cosplay contest this year. You can sign up right now for the cosplay contest at wizardingdayswithaz.com. And while you're on their website, grab your tickets now for the best price available. They have day passes, family passes, and weekend passes. And I'm excited this year because they're going to have a charity Yule Ball Thursday night, so the 27th from 7 to 10 p.m., And what they've done is they've partnered with Geeked Out Events and Wasatch Wizards and Witches. And all the money that's raised from this event is going to go to charity. And better yet, though, you can get a discount by buying what they're calling the Ultimate Pass, which will get you into the ball on the 27th, as well as the event. All of the information, all the tickets can be bought right on their website, wizardingdays.com. That's days with a Z, like Chrissy was saying. And uh, yeah, that's wizardingdays.com. Again, Wizarding Days is happening February 28th and 29th at the Utah State Fairgrounds. Grab your tickets now for the best price available at wizardingdays.com. That's wizardingdaysdayswithaz.com. So this leads to the next question here from Chelsea. And (laughs) I read this. She said, also, can one go sans bathing suit? And I was like, well, I thought, are you not supposed to go naked? Uh, you definitely. We recommend going to. Okay, so is, what's your, what did she call it? Sans bathing suit. So sans. I was like, well, that, that means, means without. without. And so I googled uh. it because I was like, I thought that, I think that means without. I'm you could like, have asked me because sans serif is without serif. And so I'm like, well, wait it's a minute. A and so I I ran downstairs to Chrissy in the basement. And I'm like, were we not supposed to go in there <laughs> naked? Like, like I thought that's what you were supposed to do, right? Like, it's like an oh shit do moment. Do some people go in their bathing suit, or you don't probably know? Very really. rarely. Very rarely. Like if uh, sometimes friends go together in the big tank, 
they'll suit up. But sometimes they just go by naked too with friends. Like yeah. it's usually the girls. But. Yeah, man. And you, I wonder, you, wanna, you wanna share one with me? I'm kidding. I'm that's kidding. how you really become friends. <laughs> David's like, well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. A lot of like a lot of older women come through and they do tend to like uh nicely hit on me. Like kindly. Kindly. And it's great. It and do they cool. offer to go into a one with you or something? Is that uh, what they, some, yeah. Some, no, it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it. Okay, like, we, we don't need to. We don't need to go there. We I don't need to make it like. It's, it, I don't mean to make it like it's a common common thing, but uh, you know, some, some ladies are frisky. Hey, yeah. no, I, hey, I know, man. I know. Trust me. Back to the. Oh, do you? Back to the bathing suit thing. I think like as long as you are comfortable, whatever you need to do to make yourself comfortable doing it is the way to go. The only problem with a bathing suit is that you would feel that you on, feel it, and the whole point is to kind of have the sensory deprivation and not feel things on your body and not. Which goes back to the earplugs of why you recommended not to wear earplugs, because again, it's another pressure thing, right? Is that kind of. Yeah. And it was more of the foam ones. Uh, oh, you see yeah, the, the other ones were like kind of a rubber, not a yeah, rubber, but it, they molded. Or like something. a molding yeah. wax. Those yeah. are, those are expensive. Um, and I'm not the owner. So like that might be one of our are things that we don't have. We have these rubber ones, but I think you have to buy them from us. And we just have them behind the counter, but the, we have these foamy ones that like kind of expand in your ear and absorb water. So I just void them. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the ones that drummers use. Yeah. Bunch them up and some industrial ones. And I just, I don't like to fuss with it, but if you got, you have like the jelly ones or like the rubber ones that stick near then Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. All right, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Salt Lake Barber Company. Full disclosure, this is where I go to get my haircuts, my beard trims. I've been having Isaac over there work on me for a couple years. He always makes me beautiful. They are located at 10 East, 800 South, right on the corner there of 800 and Main. Always plenty of parking. They offer haircuts, beard trims, straight razor shaves. They are truly a true community barbershop, really rad environment. They focus on providing the best work environment possible, which allows barbers to always provide the highest quality experience while in the chair. Listen, guys, they take walk-ins, but I wouldn't do that. I would just get a guaranteed appointment. Head on over to saltlakebarberco.com. You select your services. You select your barber. That way you have a guaranteed time for when you're going to go in and get your hair cut. Again, that website, saltlakebarbaco.com. Head on in there. Tell them thank you for sponsoring I Am Salt Lake Podcast. Let's get back into that conversation all about float tanks. And thank you so much for listening. This other question here from from Kelly Green, who's actually been on the the podcast uh, before with Cakewalk uh, Vegan Bakery. I don't think she does it anymore, though. She asks a question here, which is probably quite common. Uh, she says, how do you help people when uh, when they become afraid of getting shut inside a tank? And then she puts, uh, this is what's keeping me from trying it. So maybe you can kind of even help. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that, that feel maybe that that it's, would be kind of claustrophobic. Yeah. And I think, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Going in the bigger one is probably the easiest way to, to avoid that that sensation of feeling like claustrophobic. It's tall enough to stand up in, and it's 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 the size of like a king size bed. Oh, it was big. Yeah, there's a lot of room in there. So you could, if you're going with one person, that would be that'd be great, and then two people, that's good too. And then you can always leave the door cracked, get some fresh air in there. Um, you can inspect the door too. <laughs> Um, you can meet the staff, come in and meet the staff. Like all the staff is like super nice. And then you can go into that tea room too. Like the tea room has so many testimonies of like, of how happy it made people. So, um, get some, 
some experience within in the the float center um and then if you're in the float pod you can always crack the door on that too have some fresh air and you can look at the hydraulic thing it's just a simple bar like like i remember the first time i went floating i was in that tank and i was just like like who is this guy at the front desk like do i trust him like everything was going through your mind like like naturally you should you should feel like you want to protect yourself so you're like is this guy ripping me off is he digging through my pants <laughs> well, pocket and from, like you know, I, my I would actually i should have texted my brother about this because yeah. my little brother is so claustrophobic like if he gets stuck in an elevator or if he's in a room and can't get out i mean he loses his mind but i want to recommend this to him and i don't know what a good a good way to deal with that seems like it would be to as one person rent the suite yeah, the sweet. And maybe leave the lights on, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's that's what I was going to say. I mean, I consider myself to be a little claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like to be in tight spaces. So, obviously, my first experience was with Chrissy in the bigger one. I didn't feel it at all. The second time was kind of a, a single pod, right? Well, yeah, you, yeah, just a pod. I got a little disoriented for a second. A little mentally freaked out for just a split second. But then I just, okay, come down. But that helped me kind of center myself. So I don't know. I don't know how it would be for everybody. Huh. And which tank did you do? Was it like this metal one or was it the white it, ones? It was a metal. It was, was it metal? Metal, I think. Squarish, rectangle. Like I can't remember. Dude, I, my, the like, lights were out, man. It was like okay. a rounded rectangle with the top door. It was so you get in from the top. 600 West, man. What's, you, you've been over there, the 600 West one? I don't even remember the name. No. I'm trying to remember the name. Yeah. See, I, I really liked that one. I think I liked it more than, than Chris. Yeah. We, we kind of have different, you know, every person, and that's what's kind of cool. Every float spa has a different feel. Yeah. And so people can kind of find ones that, that match their needs or match the way that they makes them more comfortable too. Is that the one with, sorry to interrupt you. No, Is no, that no. the one with like graffiti paintings? It's not graffiti, but it's like, like quantum. It's I think like, so. I think they have it in there. Okay. Yeah. 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 I've seen that. Well, I, I think there was. Yeah. And, and hmm. So, I mean, I'm going to back up a little bit. And I'm not going to say this just because you're here, but I think maybe the first time somebody does this, maybe get the big one, get the sweet. Would they have yeah. to pay a little extra probably for that, huh? Yeah, uh, it's a little bit extra, but yeah. generally like across the country, we we have the cheapest prices. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. But yeah. I actually agree with that, even not being a claustrophobic yeah. person. I think going in a suite for the first time with the option to play music and have stars is a really good way to ease, comf- yourself, into ease yourself and get comfortable with the whole concept. And then once you're a little more comfortable with it, going into a pod won't be as scary. Because you're a little more familiar. Because that's the problem. The first time in, you have no idea what to expect. Yeah. You're like, is someone going to come out and tickle me? Or, you know, or, <laughs> you don't know, right? Can you pay extra for that? Because I don't know. I mean. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> They're trying to get me down there in the masseuse part. <laughs> do you guys do massages there too? or is there totally. no? Do you really? Yeah. They, oh, yeah okay. We, I, I didn't know what other services you guys even do there. Yeah, we do deep tissue massage. Just, yeah. Would you ever recommend doing like a deep tissue massage and then getting into a pod? A lot of people do that, yeah. Oh. That seems like that would be heaven. Okay, I'm, tr- I'm going to try that. That would be a full spa day. Yeah, well, two and a half hours or so. But oh. Yeah, I need to do that. Happy birthday to me, right? <laughs> like, Oh, man. Let's see. There's some more questions here. Brittany Hemingway. Gosh, I love Brittany. She always has a lot of fun questions uh, whenever I throw this out there. Uh, what are this question is, what are some aspects of this business that people might not realize? Example, the amount of electricity required, maintaining cleanliness requires requirements for maintaining the take tank contents, maintenance. 
we kind of talked a little bit about that in the beginning, I think, uh, maintenance and it, do you guys have a lot of, it's not really that much electricity there, is it? Uh, the pumps are, you got to run them quite a bit and then you're always heating up the tanks too. Um, is it a ton of electricity? I don't think it's a incredible amount. Again, you're not the owner, so you probably don't <laughs> see it's the bills. Probably, it sounds yeah. like it's like you're running quite a few industrial sized pool type cleaners and pool type heaters at the same the time heaters, all day. Yeah. Heating yeah. any element is going to be pretty, pretty uh, expensive. And then the salt is also, it's magnesium. You got to mine it. So yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's not a cheap uh, endeavor. Yeah, no, I was, again, I was looking the, the, the single pods. I mean, gosh, you're looking at 15, $20,000 to get one for your house. And yeah. They're not a cheap buy. And then the maintenance on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine because I'd want to clean it because if you used it, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was going to go there, so, but I'm so, not. So Brittany has <laughs> some other questions here. Uh, what, she always has fun questions here. What makes a good guest versus a challenging one? Oh, uh, I had a challenging guest today. It was just a younger type of person um, who didn't really get it, I guess, um, like being inward, like reflecting, and then also just absorbing the magnesium. Like, I think that has a pretty, like, good use just in that. Just if you're going to sit in there, that's, like, good enough. Like, um, so as a younger person, you probably don't have joint pain or anything like that. Uh, so you don't really feel that, like, relief. So that's kind of understandable. And then if you've never been taught to like meditate or anything, like be self-reflective, be self-aware, uh, it's kind of hard to like tell a person <laughs> become self-aware. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you, uh, do you ever have to kind of like coach them into it or like what, what do they do that make it a little bit more difficult? Maybe just, uh, he said it was, he felt sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> well, that was before he got it. Yeah, it's before he got Kids in. Kids these days. <laughs> Wait, so before he got in, he said he felt sketchy. Yeah, he said he saw it online. He was super stoked and excited. And then it was like daunting. Like most people, when they see it, they're like, wow, that's awesome. Like it's big, white, beautiful room and like mm-hmm. nice shower and tiles. And like it's really, oh, it's beautiful. Really clean just to set the stage. But then I think it might have intimidated him. Like, oh, I have to like get in there and like be with myself. I think some it's scary people, for some people, man. Yeah. Being with yourself is kind and of, I weird. can't take my iPhone in there. What? Especially yeah. for, I mean, like this sounds exactly. so ageist, but for like the youths, you know, they haven't gone through the crazy experiences and living life and getting as stressed out as people our age have. So for people like us, it's just like this huge relief to be able to go somewhere and be in some quiet and get magnesium in you. And so it, it means a lot more That's to, still hard, to the though. older it's, generation. It's still hard even for me. Oh, though. really? It I'm like, really... sign me up. No, no, no. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I mean, it, I need that hour. Right. I need that. Sometimes you have to force yourself. Uh, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. And it's because we live in such a fast paced world that uh, we don't know how to slow down. We don't know how to... Sh- and that's what I liked about it because both times I did it, it forced me to shut off. It forced me to just shut down for just an hour. Which yeah. can be really painful for like the first half hour. Have you ever had anybody It can be not- super painful for that first half hour. Emotionally, yeah. not physically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All all on your head. It's all on your head. It usually takes 30, 40 minutes to fall into that finally yeah. letting go state. Mm-hmm. And they say it two or three times too to really figure it out like... They say like the second time was obviously better because I knew more what to expect in the first time. And I'm expecting the third time to even be better. Mm -hmm. Well, and you told us, I remember when we came in, you said it's going to be really challenging 
for about a half an hour for you to like, let yourself relax. And then once you hit the half hour mark, it'll be an hour before you know it. Yeah. And so we kind of like at least knew that much going in, which I don't know if a lot of people are aware. Like you have to, you have to be like, okay, brain, you're going to sit here. You're not going to do anything. You're just going to relax. And that's something that we don't do in society. Yeah. Yeah. I should emphasize that more. I usually say it takes around 40 minutes to fall into that dream state. And then I kind of, you know, that's about what I say. I, I say a couple other things like turn off this light if you want it to be perfectly dark, but I should emphasize that more. Yeah. Have you ever had anybody not get out after an hour? I've, I've wondered <laughs> yeah. that. No, no, you know what's funny? You know what's funny is, is both times I was so concerned that I would miss the sign to get out because I'm like, has it been an hour yet? Did yeah. I miss the warning? I was wondering if, if you've had it. I mean, it's, it's obviously a very yeah. distinct sound, if I remember correctly. But Ours plays music, and the lights typically come on. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right for you guys. Typically, yeah. it comes on. There's one tank that is a little, like, the light doesn't always come on, but the music does. Like, okay. It's definitely going to come on. It'll definitely wake you up. Um, and if it doesn't wake you up, the jet will come on the filter. Um, have we had people fall asleep in there? <laughs> yeah. People fall asleep and then somehow they sleep through the music and everything. It only happens maybe twice a month, but they come out and they're just super relaxed. They're just rested. <laughs> do you just kind of let them do it? Just like they'll get out when they're ready. <laughs> uh, we usually have like a customer waiting. So I have to like knock on the door or we have this little like wake up call, uh, thing on the computer where we can uh, press it and just voice this, like, please hop out or something like that. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Do, are they embarrassed? Probably. They're uh, like, Oh my God. <laughs> I wouldn't be, I'd be like, damn, I got 10 extra minutes. I feel great. <laughs> got it. Yeah. No, they, yeah. Usually like their friends are in the tea room, like waiting for them, like probably giggling or something. (laughs) No, let's actually, we didn't talk. Did we talk about the process actually at float 19, for example, we should. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about this. So people, cause I, you know, I didn't know, like, let's kind of walk somebody through the process of their first time. Right. Cause you know, what, what do they expect? Let's, let's, um, what do they have to wear? Obviously, they you know they're going to take the clothes off. They're going to get naked. You're going to take a shower before you get in. I don't know. I'll let you kind of lead people through the process if if you can kind of remember what everybody does there. Yeah, uh, you, you kind of show up on time. Yeah, and then uh, you don't really need to bring anything. It's kind of nice. You don't have to bring anything. You can come from work or you can come from the gym or wherever, and uh, just kind of hop in, sign the waiver, and then take your clothes off, go to the bathroom. Don't make sure you don't eat too much before. No ha- heavy caffeinated things. You don't want to be like super jazzed up. Yeah, just hop in there, make sure the lights are off, and then you float. Um, and you, then once you, oh, I was gonna say you have this little private area to take your clothes on. So like you know, you have a little room that you shower in that's private. Totally, and uh, get all clean before you yeah, get in. And it's very nice, by the way. You I mean very clean, very nice, very well professionally done. Yeah, the owners did a good job. But then don't you give like, do you have sandals? If I, didn't you have some oh, yeah, sandals? Some you put sandals, sandals in the beginning. Oh, yeah. We show right. you a little video. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of, kind of guide you through it. Give you a quick tour around, uh, show you the bathrooms and the little area to put yourself back together, hair dryer and stuff. Which was nice, by the way. The second place did not have that, by the way, which, which keep that, by the way, they, the, 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 the brushes. And it the was hair, really nice to have. Yeah. There was, it's kind of like a vanity area after you shower, when you're finished, come out and there's like, Q-tips, thank the Lord. 
You always need Q-tips. What do you do with Q-tips? <laughs> you clean your ears. <laughs> what? I thought you weren't supposed to do that. Well, just oh, the well, outside. I don't care if you're not supposed to. Oh, no. I get in there, man. I'm like hitting the what? eardrum. Oh, yeah. It feels so good. But, I feel like I'm just pushing the stuff back when I do that. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I think that's the point. <laughs> I could talk about Q-tips all day. But, I feel like I mean, that's the good stuff You guys have like a blow dryer. You have hair stuff, you know, lotion, Q-tips. So there's like an area you can go to put yourself back together. Yeah. Which was really nice. Yeah, it's got everything. I mean, it's got the combs and stuff. It's great. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we try to keep, we try to have everything for you. Like, if you need a hot tea, like, I'll bring it to you. Like, just let me know. Yeah, for real. And then, and then after that, I'm, I'm sorry. I keep talking about it. I no. just had such a good time. Yeah, after that, you can go, there's like, there's a tea room. Yeah, off well, to we, we kind of mentioned that. We did. Yeah. But it's, it's like a, it's kind of like a relaxing meditation room with food. And coffee and tea. Food. It's Chrissy's favorite <laughs> the thing. The food is the important thing here, you guys. <laughs> yeah. I, it's great. It's great reflecting room. Like after you do something, especially if it's your first time, just hop in. The, once you get out, you kind of want to reflect on that reflection. And it's, and it's like, okay, I'm a, this is the stage of where I get myself dried off and um, think about what I just went through. Like, <sighs> And for a lot of people, it's like a new – it's a great way to start a new week or a new month or a new year. It's like – you you get to reset, so it's a nice place to reflect in that tea room as well. It's part of the process, kind of. I'm just looking over here to see if there's any other questions that we. Um, another question Brittany asks is what What are your lessons learned? I guess we kind of talked about like you know the anxieties and and or I don't know if you have any answers for that. What are your lessons learned? I don't even know what that would be. Lessons learned, like I'm a, a wise <laughs> a sage, if you lesson. will. <laughs> um, you kind maybe of are like. Less is more, typically. I'm kind of a minimalist than I was before, but um, like now when I study, I make sure I have no music, no like any any noises, mm-hmm. very minimal like light. You start to realize that is a form of energy. Like it sounds hippy dippy, but I mean we have photovoltaic solar panels that create energy from light, and we we have piezoelectrics, which are these like silic. Uh, crystal material it's in like every microphone it's in like everything uh you put electricity into the crystal and it's literally silicone dioxide and it it's the scientific phenomenon that creates uh noise and if you put noise into it it creates electricity so uh all these things are some form of current that's running through your head that your brain has to process so Hmm. having less of that is so amazing like especially sleeping too like if you have no noise, like I wear earplugs when I go to sleep now. <laughs> if, really? And I kind of live in there near like a busy highway-ish, uh, so it's a little bit noisy. But just those subtleties, it's just like, okay, I'm going to get better sleep. And then I turn my phone off too, like, or put it on airplane mode just so like... No waves and stuff coming to your head, right? Yeah. And I've, I've read some studies that, that show that EMF uh, takes away your sleep depth. I believe it. I believe it. I probably should do similar things. I was listening. Do you ever listen to, uh, are you familiar with Ben Greenfield at all? Do you know Ben Greenfield? I've heard that name. He's, uh, he's been on Joe Rogan a few times. He does a podcast. Uh, he's a big athletic, uh, he does a lot of like biohacking stuff and he's talked a lot about, you know, the Wi-Fi signals and, and it got me intrigued. I never heard anybody, you know, and I was like, usually it's like my mom, my mom's kind of a hippie. And so I'm usually like, eh, you're a little weird, you know, Uh talking about that stuff, right? It's it's annoying to implement that life that yeah. stuff in your life it's really annoying because you it's, feel it's you, you feel like you're 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 insane a little bit right yeah, like you, you can't feel... see it so you're like well is it really real it's like yeah. the brother in better better call saul 
Oh, yeah. Better. <laughs> Have you seen Better Call Saul? Uh, no, I'm such a bad... I think, <laughs> what was it, electricity okay. or something? It was, like, he, it was yeah. electricity. He cut off all the electricity in his house, and when you went to visit him, you'd put your cell phone in his mailbox. Oh. Because he oh, was yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. He, okay. like, he couldn't handle the sure. uh, yeah. any electrical current or anything. Interesting. Yeah. And actually, I've, I've had like an injury... It's made me more sensitive to those kind of things. And now I believe it. Really? Yeah. See, and I am just like... I want to believe there's truth to it, though. I know there there is. But I'm the person that's like, I want to sleep with my laptop in my face. You know, like, (laughs) I want the TV on all night. I want my phone... I am the epitome of this culture. And then there's me with like an eye mask and I got to have the blackout (laughs) curtains and I'm like bundled up in a sleeping bag. Like so opposite. Yeah. So, so opposite. But I I probably would feel a lot better if I was more like you guys. Maybe. I mean, you look healthy. Well, thanks. (laughs) Normally you can tell if like a person's not super healthy, like they have big bags (laughs) underneath their eyes. Like I I don't hate to be a judgmental person, but I feel feel like naturally people like you're going to. Like yeah. a person be like, how healthy is the person? You, you capture an energy from a person when you yeah. are talking to them for sure. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's switch, uh, directions. We have a few Salt Lake city questions from float tank to Salt Lake city. We ask everybody that comes on here, David. So as we kind of wind this, uh, podcast episode up a little bit, we all have family and friends, right? That visit us, right? They're going to come visit you from Oregon. Right. Yeah. And, and there's like a building or an area of town. Like what does David show people? Like, do you drive around? I mean, do you take people to the mountains? Like, what what do you do, man? Obviously, it depends on the person. But um, if it's a, a skiing person, I will definitely take them backcountry skiing if I can uh, into the mountains if it's the wintertime. That's what I did with a good buddy. We just went to Tom's Hill and up Big Cottonwood Canyon and just skied our butts off. And then and then we had burritos down at the, the Sears on State Street. So just classic, like, uh, hard work and then get some meals. If I had to bring my parents, my parents come through, I would show them the U. I'm a student. I love the geology building there. I mean, you pay so much to go to that school, so they better build the best freaking buildings, and they do. Is that open to the public? Can the public, or do you have to be a student to get into the geology? Yeah, you can just go up there. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Just say you're looking. I mean, you can just go there. It's They're all about it. I mean, uh, but the geology building is amazing. There's these, like, fine, they call it earth art, and it's like these... These maybe you can imagine like it's like a one inch thick rock sheet and it's maybe like 10 feet by 20 feet tall. And it's just it's up against a window. It's like a natural stained glass mirror or window. And it's just beautiful. And uh, yeah, the whole building has like these fossils in it. These uh, I'm not sure what you call it when it has the needle and you're like tracking uh, the Earth's movement, like uh, earthquakes and stuff. You have one of those downstairs. It's just this massive like you can just watch kind of the the tremors or whatever's happening. Yeah. And it's one of the few active Trimmer trackers. <laughs> I like a trimmer tracker. That's that cool. works in the U- in Utah. So, have you ever seen that movie Tremors? I love it. So good. Kevin Bacon. Tremors. Wait. Those little animals that came out. That's of what the I was going to say. Were they like worms or yeah, something? Yeah, man. That was such oh, a trippy yeah. movie. I remember seeing like <laughs> commercials for it. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Bacon's great. Kevin Bacon. Uh, Got to bring up Kevin Six Bacon. Six degrees. Yeah. I mean, why not? You mentioned the burrito uh, cart. Right, that yeah. you go there. Any other favorite local eating spots? Right? Do Do you like to stuff your face at? Uh, I'm well. It's right next to Float Spot 19, but it's called Dim Sum. It's just oh, this yes. classic yes. Chinese spot. Very good. And they have the good American Chinese food. They have your orange chicken. But if you go with some real OG Chinese people, they will show you how to eat real, real well. Like they'll get the snacks. 
they get the little plates and um, they bring out everything. Like you can just, they're little small appetizers. So you can just get your taste buds going and they have like fresh crab there in the tanks. And it, I love to get their uh, French cube steak, which is probably pretty American, but uh, I'm definitely a carnivore and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get double steak and it's just like the best thing ever. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, dim sum house. Is there anything that you would change about Salt Lake City if you could? Like, let's say you became the mayor, right? Like, and you can, <laughs> oh, maybe, I will. You can I put will some, there. You, do, you, do you see yourself uh, running yeah, politics, I, I kinda, really? I kind of do one day. Really? That's really cool, man. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well let's, let's, let's have a little bit of fun right now. What sure. would you change about Salt Lake if you, if you could? Uh, our dependency or, or Utah, on, Utah. On, on oil and coal. I guess it's coal mostly. Uh, I think most of our energy comes from coal power plants. Um, so like getting off that dependency, like we all breathe this air and we have that inversion in the winter. It's like 14 days out of the year where we're just breathing like this super toxic air and people want to kind of deny it. And I do too. <laughs> like I just want to stay inside and not look out a window on those days. But like it is, it, it does affect people. It does like literally kill people. So, uh, yeah, changing that. And I actually talked to the governor the other day. There was like a Facebook ad from KSL. He's like, call in. He's on the radio right now. So no I kidding. immediately called in and I was on hold for like 20 minutes, but I, I got that question across. I was like, what are you doing for the air? Like, do you believe it's uh, affecting people? Do you believe it's unhealthy? And he's like, and surprisingly he was like, yeah, it is. It's, it's everybody believes it's unhealthy. <laughs> and then he said he put a hundred million towards, uh, towards uh, sustainable, like renewable sources that were proven. And it was pretty vague. It was a pretty vague statement. Like that could be natural gas. That mm. could be something along there. And I'm kind of working on a project right now. I don't want to, I don't know how, how much depth I want to go into like what I want to do, but like definitely solar energy is pretty cool. And like we have a ton of sun down South and um, we definitely have resources, uh, water. There's plenty of rivers coming out of those canyons. There's hydropower. There's, I mean, I know it's not easy. Coal's cold just burns super, super easily. You just, mm -hmm. you just, you know, you dig it up and <laughs> there it is. It's kind of nice and it's pretty clean these days, but, um, we do need to do something different. Yeah. Though. We can do better. Yeah. And it's like, what do you do? What's, uh, what's the best thing to do? But I'm proud of you, man, for calling and talking to the I know, governor. That's so man. cool. <laughs> little Herbie, little Herbie. <laughs> Little Herbie. <laughs> He's a good guy. He seemed, he seemed like a decent fellow. Like all these people kind of like hating on him on Facebook. Was there anything before we completely wrap this show up, David? Thank you. I mean, come and talk of float tanks with us. I mean, I know there's so much more to you than float tanks, but obviously that was the, the purpose of this episode was to get into a little bit of float tanks. Was there anything that you were hoping we would talk about that we didn't? I mean, I think we covered most of it. I mean, come float. Um, it's it's great. I mean, we went over the history. I think we, yeah. we captured most of it. Where's it going? Maybe where's where's it going? Floating. Where do you see oh, it? Going? Yeah. Where do you see it? I mean, do you see it? Do you see it becoming more popular again from people like Joe Rogan talking about it on his podcast? Yeah, yeah. I think we should have these in in prisons. Like, I think we should be healing. Like, it would be a great way to fix people's mental health a lot uh, for a big. It would it would make a dent. You know, I think we should have it in like gas stations and for truckers and anybody who's like just sitting all day. I don't know. We have to start caring about people like on a bigger scale. So putting in, in some like juvenile detention centers, maybe some like schools, stuff like that. Like it'd be good to openly share this, this thing. Like, do you see that happening? 
maybe <laughs> that's a big, it's a big ask. I see it becoming cheaper and more affordable and, uh, hopefully we can advertise it a little bit better. Maybe like, uh, getting like just everybody in like kind of everybody, like right now we have this, it's the youthful, it's like kind of the people with a little bit of financially, at least they're financially com- comfortable. But if everybody could get in there, like kids, especially that'd be great. I think uh, self-care, that's definitely something that I'm trying to focus more on. I think we've forgotten how to do that as yeah. a society. And I, I never even thought about it, but the way you explained it, like making floating cheaper and more accessible to everybody could, because uh, people are starting to realize that there we need to be working on mental illness in America. Yeah. And that could be a, an amazing way to attack it, Yeah, you know, to really open it up and allow people to work on their mental health that way. Well, and that's even hopefully what I'm doing with this podcast to expose floating a little bit more. Because again, I never heard of it until I heard about it on a podcast. On a podcast, okay. Joe Rogan cool. podcast. Because you know, I think he has one at his studio. Yeah, he like, does like two hour sessions. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how would that, have you ever done it longer than an hour? Uh, yeah, I've done an hour and a half. Do you, um, do you think it, it's beneficial to go a little longer? Yeah. Um, I think an hour is like perfect. For me, at least it's like, it's, it's that happy middle where you can kind of fall into that relaxed state. Um, and then without spending too much time, um, floating. So, but 90 minutes is good. You can sit there. You can really fall into that lucid dream state. If you're an artist or anything like that, like you write, like to use your right mind, like the right side of your brain is more creative and it really opens up that because you fall into that, like that dream state, but it's, it's called like the alpha wave state mm-hmm. and it kind of gets into like the, the subtleties of it, but, um, you're awake, but you're also a little bit asleep. So it's, it's super good. A lot of like inventors go, go into that. Like they, uh, Albert Einstein used to fall asleep with balls in his hands, like metal balls. So when he he would just like think, always think about being awake, but right when he fall asleep, he would drop them and that would wake him up. And that was where he like got his creative ideas from. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very interesting. What's the address again for the, for float, uh, float was a float spa 19, right? Yeah. The name What's the address again. 12 South state street. It's on the West side of the road, just right North of the, uh, ballpark. And what's the best way? I mean, do you know your phone number by chance if people want to call up and have questions? I mean, let's plug you guys a little bit if you Yeah, are... I think I do actually. Dang. It's it's 801-957-02. No, I forget it. I'll, I'll put it, I'll, 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 I'll put it at I'll put it at imsaltlake.com with this episode. I'll put the website there. You guys are on Facebook. I'll put that at imsaltlake.com with this episode. Yeah, a quick Google search. Uh, you guys do, do you know if you're on like other social media? You probably don't really know. Uh, I run the Instagram page. Okay, so you do yeah. Instagram. Okay, yeah. so follow them on Instagram. Yeah, that'd be great. Floatspot19. Um, yeah, and I work on the weekends. And it's always it's always nice to see like people come in and like talk about it. It's awesome. Come in and say that you heard about it on I Am Salt Lake, right? Say, David, I heard you on I Am Salt Lake. Hook me up and tell me how to do this float thing. Heck yeah. Yeah. So um, Chrissy has a final question she's going to throw at you, David. Thank you again for coming and doing the podcast with us. It's It's been fun. Okay. It has been. No problem. And so Thank my you. final question is, if you could leave our listeners with a motto or piece of life advice that you live by, what would it be? I've been really digging this quote. It's not really like a life motto, but like it is what it is, Um, which uh, so make it make it really good. Many thanks again to David Moore for joining us on this episode. All the links that we mentioned in this conversation can be found with this episode show notes on our website, which can be found at IamSaltLake.com slash 419. That's for episode 419. 
Hey, before we get into weekly recommendations, we got some good weekly recommendations this week. We have a new iTunes review, which I'm really excited about because it's been a few months since we've gotten one. We got one, though. Chrissy's going to read it. We would love it, though, if you would go leave us some iTunes reviews, Apple podcast reviews. That way we can read them on the show. It just makes us feel good. And we know you're listening, right? It gets lonely being a podcaster sometimes. It gets so lonely. Yeah. So lonely. So thank you, Nickname1078, for leaving this review. The title was, Love How Open-Minded the Hosts Are. And it was a five-star review. He said, very well-spoken hosts and diverse guests. He, she. Sorry. I, well, I like he, that. She, them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who it was, but Thank I like you. that. Yeah. I know. No, and if you want to leave a review, uh, we'll probably read it on the podcast as well. Hey, we got weekly recommendations, though. We got a couple of good weekly recommendations this week. Uh, I'm actually excited to share mine. So it's funny because I discovered this podcast called the Bill Burt Podcast, which is Bill Burr and Burt Kreischer, which I think both are awesome comedians. It's like a dynamic duo. Uh, And it's funny because just a day or two prior to discovering this podcast, I was telling you, Chrissy, I said, Bill Burr needs to do a podcast showcasing more of his comedy, not all the sports talk. I mean, I I don't listen to his other podcast. I've tried. I just, it's just not my thing. Maybe I need to give it another shot. But the Bill Burt podcast is just Burt Kreischer, Bill Burr sitting, shooting the shit, and I, I like it. I've only listened to a couple of the episodes. There's like four or five out. It just started, but, but it, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. What's, your, what's your recommendation, Chrissy? So my recommendation this week is my hairdresser. And I know that sounds crazy, no. but she is so incredible. I've been going to her for years. Angela Owens, her Instagram is at Shadow Play Hair. And uh, she is a local hair artist here in Salt Lake. And uh, she's actually helping me match my hair to some dreadlock extensions that I'm about to get soon. You're going to go Rastafarian on us. Yes, I am. And and (laughs) she's just so great. She's like the master of color. I'm so stoked. I I think she did a great job on it. I think she did a great job. Hey, Chrissy, let the people know, how can they get a hold of us as we wrap this episode up today? So the easiest would probably be head over to our website at IamSaltLake.com. That has all the information to find us there. Yeah. Head on over to IamSaltLake.com. Subscribe to the podcast as well. Hey, if you want to come and hang out with other listeners of the podcast, including Chrissy and myself, I'm really active in the group. We have a Facebook group, the I Am Salt Lake community. It is awesome. I mean, there's over 1,100 people in this group as I'm recording this. We have a lot of fun. You can find it really easy by just typing in IamSaltLake.com slash group into your web browser. It will forward you to the Facebook page. Or you can just search I Am Salt Lake and it'll probably take you there, I Am Salt Lake Community or whatnot. We'd love to see you on the inside, but you guys have a great week. Always remember to support the awesome businesses right here in Salt Lake City. Give your mom a call. She misses you. And we'll see you right here, right next week in the next episode. And good night, Grammy. Grammy.